been so many years now that we've been serving, uh, you know, launching out and then actually serving in France. But let's read it together. This is good and pleases God our Savior who wants who? All men. Who? All men. Wow, you guys repeat yourself. Okay. To be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Okay, that is God's heart. He wants all people. So that means you and I do not have the choice or the right to choose who we want to come to faith. And that's a huge concept in what's happening today in the world. Because we're bombarded with already a stereotype or this group or that group or that neighbor down the street. This is God's heart. He wants all, all people to come to knowledge of the faith. Okay, next. We serve in this country, beautiful country, 67 million people, the size of Texas. Go ahead. Look at all these wonderful pictures, okay? Why do the French people love to eat snails? Do you enjoy eating snails? Yeah. That's from the people across the pond. Because they don't like fast food. Got it. Go ahead. <laughs> so, we serve in the city of Lyon. Um, as you can see, it's, it's close to the Swiss border, the Italian border, and uh, that's where we've been the last, at least in that area, 10 years. Okay? Here's a picture of just kind of overviewing all of Lyon. 2.2 million people. Um, there's a little over 50 churches. Average church size, about 50 pe people in the church. When we define the, the word church legally and so on in France, it's 30 people, two leaders, meeting minimum three times a month. That's like a definition of a church that we give uh, in France. So when I use the word church, you have to think like that, okay? So today in France, there's a church for every 33,000 people. So if you're going to a town, you will find how many people worshiping normally? 30, okay? Two leaders meeting minimum three times. So you have to make sure you, you uh, look at the program to be in the church service because they only meet three times. So here we have uh, one for every 33,000, all Protestant denominations as we've come together and we said, what's an objective that we can kind of throw out there? This is it. We would like to put a church for every 10,000 people. So in order for that to become a reality, in the city of Lyon, we need to start another 167 churches, okay? So 50 churches, and if you break that down to basically the same confession of faith as the Ridge, um, you would be around 15 churches in Lyon. So we have another, a lot of work to do. Okay, next. And we'll just stop right there, and we'll come back to France in a second, okay? But what I would like to do is just open up God's Word and remember certain things. It's interesting that Sabrina and I, we went through this, this moment in our life, and I think you will go through it, and you have gone through it, and you will continue to go through it. There are moments in our lives that you look back, you reevaluate, you reconsider. So you, you kind of look over the past year, the past five years, and in our case, the last 10 years, and you, and you say, okay, what has happened? What what do I want to accomplish or what do I want to continue to become? And so there's like a transition. There's a moment where you rethink the past. 
You revisit. And that was, our, that was our case. That was our situation. Looking in the past. And hopefully, as you look back, as you reevaluate your health, your finances, your kids, whatever, hopefully, as you revisit, you will find God in the middle of it. And so what I would like is to basically remember certain things that, that Israel went through, remember what God has done in France, and then hopefully that will apply to your life too, remembering what God has done in your life. So two things, remembering what God has done and also remembering who you are. And for that, we're just going to look at a few verses in Joshua, and then uh, since you know, the church has been going through the Psalms, we'll also look at a Psalm. So a few verses in Joshua chapter 4, and then we'll spend the most of our time in Psalm 96. Joshua chapter 4. The background a little bit to this, the few verses, is one generation came out of Egypt, and when they left Egypt, they came in front of the Red Sea, and at this point, um, they were blocked. The obstacle was the Red Sea. The Egyptian army is coming to take them over. And what are they going to do? The obstacle's there. But in an amazing way, God came in, opened up the Red Sea, and the Bible says they were able to walk through on dry ground. Can you imagine living that? Can you imagine experiencing God, His power in that moment? So there you are, on the other side, after God has come through for you, for your family. And on the other side, all of a sudden, they launch out. And normally, at least I would think, I'd be like, whoa, God is amazing. He did an amazing thing for us. But the Bible clearly states that once they arrived on the other side and they started wandering around, they started to complain. They started to grumble. And when it was time to enter the promised land, even though God had promised them the promised land, when they were about to enter, most of them, because of fear, lack of faith, did not end up going into the promised land. And so a whole generation, basically God said, all right, you're just going to wander around until your bodies give out and you die. So that generation's gone. They experienced God. They, they saw God's power, but they did not continue to have faith that God could do what he had already done. So this new generation rise up, and they arrive into a similar obstacle. It's just this time it was the Jordan River. And so they're about to enter the promised land, but there's the obstacle. Guess what? What does the Bible say? At that point, they, you know, the priests went in, their toes touched the water, God blocked the Jordan River upstream a little bit and so that all the people could come through. And when they got to the other side, there's this element that you and I have. You will forget. And God knows that his people will forget what he has already done. And so he tells Joshua to go and find 12 men. And those 12 men are to go into the, back into the river, pull out. Now, the waters were still, you know, 
It's not like they were swimming to find these huge stones. But go back into the river, grab out 12 stones, bring them out to where we're camping at night. And I want that to be a sign. I want that to be a memorial. I want you to look at these stones and remember. Because you will forget. Remember. Remember what? Okay? That's Joshua 4. So go ahead. Look at... uh, Let me find it. Joshua 4, verse 23. Okay, just imagine 12 stones piled up right here in the middle. They're a sign. Why are they there? What are they to push us to to remember what? Look at verse 23. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan just what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. Okay, what does that verse teach us? These 12 stones, look at them. Why are they there? First, I want you, as you look at this, these stones, to remember that I am a faithful God. And I am a faithful God from one generation until the next generation and the next generation. Just like I was faithful to the previous one, I am faithful to you and I will be faithful to the next. Look at the stones. God is faithful from one. And that's what Hebrews tells us. Jesus Christ is what? The same? Go ahead. Yesterday, today, and? So you know what? He'll be faithful to the next generation. Look at the stones. What else? Why are the stones here? Verse 21. He said to the Israelites, In the future, when your descendants ask their fathers. Verse 6. We won't read it, but. Daddy? Mommy? Grandpa? Grandma? Why are these 12 stones here? So the stones are an object that you can point to to tell God's story. Hey, Grandpa, why, why are these stones? Well, let me tell you. Because, man, we were like right in front of this water, and, and God just opened up the water. It's an object that you can use to tell God's story. That's why the stones are here. Look at the third reason. Verse 24. He did this so that all the peoples of the earth might know That the hand of the Lord is what? Okay, what's the word that kind of comes out based on what we've already read up here on the screen? What's the word that I just read? Why are the stones there? So that who? What? Not just Israel? Everybody. Interesting, no? These stones, this object is here so that all people might know that God is what? Powerful. Okay? Don't forget. Remember what God has done. Now we're going to jump into don't forget who you are. Remember what you're all about. What we are all about. And I love the song we just sang because it sums it all up. But let's look at Psalm 96 now. 
if you turn to Psalm 96. I'm just going to read this. Psalm 96. Don't forget what God has done, and don't forget who you are. Psalm 96. This will sum it all up. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord who? All the earth. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among who? Okay, you guys could almost like half fall asleep and you'll get where I'm going with this. <laughs> among the nations. His marvelous deeds among all people. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of who? Of all the nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Okay, so basically when it says all, it means all. That's God's heart. That is who you are. Right here is what we are all about. It starts off by saying what in verse 1? Sing what? Sing to the Lord. Don't sing of the Lord. Sing to the Lord. You have a relationship with the God Almighty. You're singing to Him. You're talking to Him, not just about Him. And as you sing, what are we to do in these verses? Who are, what are we all about? Don't forget this. What are we all about? We are, verse 3, to declare. Each one of us here are to declare, are to tell our story of how God saved us. We are to announce the good news. We are to say all these deeds, everything that's happened in our life. We are to declare his glory among <laughs> the nations. That's what we are to do. And as we declare, as we tell people our story, as we tell people what he's done in our lives, we're to look at them in verse 1 and say, now, you want to join us? You want to know this God? Verse 7, ascribe, talk to the family, say, look, this is what he's done for me. Now, join me. Come and know this God. So we're to declare, we're to, to ask people to join us. We're to warn people. We read, there's no other God but this God. Don't follow these idols. Don't follow this made-up religion. Don't follow these other things. Warn them also of the judgment to come. Verse 10. We are to declare his glory. We are to ask them to join us. 
And we're to warn people so that they will know the truth and not, be, not, fall af, fall, not follow after lies. Je chanterai de tout cœur les merveilleux de mon papa Yahweh qui m'a ôté des ténèbres, qui m'a délivré de tout péché. Mon papa est fidèle, il ne m'abandonne jamais. Je n'ai plus rien à craindre car Yahweh m'a délivré. Je suis dans la joie. Une joie immense. You guys okay? <laughs> Who understood what I just sang? All right. I was, I was singing the fact that my father has saved me and has freed me and that I no longer live in darkness. But he's taken my sins and has freed me totally. And because of that, guess what? I am so full of joy. And not only just full, I am like extremely overflowing with joy. Now I've explained that to you. So now guess what? You get to sing with me. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I won't go through the whole thing. We'll just do the... The course. Je suis dans la joie. So if, if Christ has done that for you, in French, you will sing, Je suis dans la joie. Une joie immense. Okay, je suis dans la joie. Une joie immense. Okay, go ahead. I didn't understand that. Here we go. One, two, three. Je suis dans la joie. Okay, one more time. Je suis Car Yahweh m'a délivré. Je suis dans You can even add the rest if you want to now. The only way that someone else is even going to take an a uh, a look at what you're saying is if you're singing. You can't tell someone else to sing if you're not singing. I can't tell you just to sing a French song and you'd just be looking at me like, what? I didn't understand anything. But the fact that I broke it down, the fact that I sang it, the fact that I'm asking you to join me in singing God's praise, all of a sudden you catch on. That's what we're all about. And it was interesting, Sabrina just talked in my ear right before I got up here, and one of the new groups that is going to start a church at this actual moment, but in France time, because the service is at night, they were singing as you were singing. That's what, that's what we're all about, is to get all nations, all families around the whole world singing glory to God. So you don't have a choice. You can't choose who you want to know the gospel. It's for all people. That's God's heart. That's our heart. That's your heart. Look at the stones. Don't forget what God has done. And it's interesting, in Joshua 4, you don't have to turn back, but there's another reason, and it's, it's so that all people will fear God. All, 
all people will see his power, feel his power, but also that all people will fear God. That God wants to be celebrated. God wants to be honored above all gods. Celebrate. So this is what's happened in France. Go, if you can, uh, I'll just run through a few, few pictures here. Um, to the left is one of our downtown churches that is praying over families that we were going to send out to be a part of, uh, in, that, in that case, the Tribu Church. Um, what's really been a huge joy is all youth and young adults. That is where a lot of French people are coming to faith and wanting to step out uh, for their faith and be baptized. Um, go ahead. Just to give you, what, what I'm doing now is I'm just remembering what God has done, okay, in the last 10 years in France. To the, to the left up there is the group of elders of the six churches, okay? So that's the group that we get together, and that God has added on as churches have started. And we get together and we pray about the next project or the next church plant. Um, and there's a... a we're thankful to God because there is a strong unity amongst all those elders. Um, the bottom picture is a service that we have in Easter time. So basically all the churches uh, all come together and we're trying to keep some kind of connection between all the churches. And so that's an Easter service. If, you, uh, if everybody were to come, it's about 500 people. Um, on the top, we do a youth event once a year. Um, where it's a Bible competition. It's been going on for multiple years. About 300 youth in the region come together. Uh, that is a huge desire of us is to, uh, to get all these youth married with each other. No, sorry. But that is, <laughs> it's very important for French Christian youth to see that other Christian youth love the Lord, okay? Because there's not too many of them. Our objective in 2018 is to make this national, and so we've already rented all the gymnasiums in the area, the big rooms, because uh, the idea is to get anywhere between 500 and 1,000 youth um, together. That'll be in 2018. Uh, the Pont Church, okay, started in 2013. There's a picture of the pastor in your area, Stefan and Hannah. Um, that church bought their building last year. Uh, they have a leadership. It's functioning as an autonomous church even though we're all networking together now. The Trevoux Church, to the right, that was started in 2015. Same thing as the Pont. It's a functioning church um, with its own leadership. They also have a, a building now, too. Go ahead. Um, there's just the Pont Church, uh, one of the services that's being held there, plus uh, the building that was bought uh, last year. And you guys... Just know that, like I know during the Christmas season, there's a special offering. A lot of that money over the last few years have gone to help uh, support Stéphane and Hannah and Jeremy and Dorian and Trevoux and even JB, who, who's another guy who's a part of the Montalieu uh, church plant. And so that, that is a huge, huge blessing every year that comes in and helps these guys to continue to serve so uh, Montalieu is kind of out in the country. That's a church plant, meaning that it's not a church yet. We haven't seen too many people come to faith in that area. We're just praying that God would bring people to faith because um, it's been three, four years now. Uh, but a lot of kids impacted. Uh, just we, we want the next step now. Um, the Calvio Croix-Rousse uh, church plant is becoming a, I guess, a more structured church in September. So the core group of about 25 people 
we'll make that into a, an actual church and kind of think through uh, the next step with that. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, you can bring it back. <laughs> you can go back one. That's what's going on in France. And so hopefully when you see all this, you, you are, that is because you believe what we just read in Scripture, that God wants all people. This is just a little part of his great world. This is, this is, here is just a little part of his great world, but we're all part of what he's doing worldwide. So when you see that, when, when you see those stones, it's to push us to do what? To, to observe his power, but also to celebrate him. That's what he wants. As you look back over what he's done, it's to push us to celebrate God. How do you party here in this church? How do you celebrate God? What do you do here when, when God does something and you're just like, yes? What do you do? Tell me. You praise him? How do you praise him? You sing? Go ahead. Start singing. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> you want to sing? Go ahead, sing. Because, okay, I didn't say that. Okay, you, you eat. We're all going over to the garlands. <laughs> okay, we're singing, we're eating. What else? Go ahead. I don't mind if you want to sing. Dancing. Dan Go ahead. Who said that? Go. Celebrate. God, this is God's work through us. We're just a little piece of allowing God to allow his name to be glorified and sung today in France. Okay, we dance, we eat, we sing. Share that joy. We clap. Okay, just look at your neighbor and just say, praise God for something you've heard. Go ahead. Just start making noise here. Go ahead. Just, okay, keep it going because, I mean, this is 10 years, all right? All right. This is not done in one minute. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Talk. Praise God amongst yourselves. You can even sing to each other. Please just don't dance in front of each other, okay? That's it? We're good? <laughs> I did hear in, in eternity is going to be forever this, but... Uh, Okay, what about your home? What could you show me in your house? And you can say, Steve, this is what God did at this time in our life. And I saw God's faithfulness. I saw God's power. And I am celebrating God for what he did in my life and my family's life. What can you show me? What object or what, I don't know what it is. It could be a picture. It could be something you picked out of some ocean somewhere. I don't know, but what can you say? This, this reminds me of what God did, and let me tell you about it. What do you have in your home? Picture of our youth group with you. Okay. Our youngest child. If you don't have, find something. Wait, because you will forget what God has done. 
It's interesting, God obligated his people, pull the stones out because you will forget. And when you're going to go through that transition again, you may complain, you may grumble, you may lack faith, you may, don't forget what I did. Well, as a church body, what can you point me to as I come back from France and say, this is what happened last year and this is how God came through. And we as a church body, we celebrate this story. When we had to step out in faith, we didn't know what, you know, the Jordan River, none, and this is how God came through for us. What's the story God has here? So what do you have in this church that can point you to moments like that? As we went through this transition, transition time with my wife, uh, basically it was in January where you're kind of reevaluating and praising God and also kind of looking for the future. We, we kind of just basically said, okay, God, our lives are out there again. I mean, we do have a home now in France, you know, the ministry, these relationships and all this, but at the same time, we're not, you know, are we stuck here or is there something else you would have for us or is our motives right to stay? And you just kind of reevaluate the whole thing. And so we just kind of threw it out there before God and said, okay, the home's not going to keep us here. You know, we're open to wherever you want us to serve for the next season of our life. Because the initial objective was to start the local churches. It started, so what's our next, what's our next role, Lord? And I wanted to bring in the kids on this conversation. And so we had this evening where basically we're all sitting in the living room and talking to the boys saying, okay, dad and mom are praying and we want you to pray for us. Um, we don't know where God's going to take us, but we want to serve him. That we do know. And, and just walk with us through this transition time as we're seeking God for the next phase. And one of the boys, were actually a few of the boys, were like, okay, when you do talk to God, um, can you just throw this in there, okay? Just let him know that we would prefer to not go to Syria. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty, that's all over our news in France and everything that's happening. And I was like, you know what, boys, I can. I can, I can ask God. If, if that's his will to not send us to Syria, that, you know, he would do that. And life goes on, and that evening, a little, a few hours later, uh, one of the boys came down from upstairs and said, you know, Dad, I've been praying, but even if... Even if God sends you to Syria, we'll come with you. So those are moments that you just you go, wow, you just taught me something, God. You just taught me something. So for us as a family, it was clear, God made it very clear that he wants us to continue to serve in Lyon. That is where he wants us. And I pray for others who will feel the call to go to Syria or any other country or any other city in this world because the heart of God is that all people will know him and glorify him. And so those moments are precious for us and precious for you guys. But let's keep God's heart. Don't forget. Don't forget. Remember what he's already done for you. And that will give you confidence for the next leg of life, for the next phase of your life. Don't forget that. 
Don't forget what you're all about, what we as believers in Jesus Christ, why we exist on this earth. Don't forget that remember. And there's, you know, I know we're going to take communion, but it's interesting in the Bible there's two signs that force us to remember. It's baptism, remember your salvation, and it's communion, remembering what Christ did for us as he died, as his body was broken. And you know that, as you remember, the reason why we do communion is, is because that will push us. That will push us into the, the meal, the future, the meal we'll have with Christ. We're remembering what he's done in order to have confidence that one day we're going to celebrate a meal with our Heavenly Father. We love you guys, uh, even though we're on the other side. We think about you, pray about you, and I know you do that because many of you, we enjoyed yesterday. We're going to enjoy today just getting to know uh, the different life groups and, and different people. Um, but just know we are extremely thankful and grateful for every year, every month, uh, just the love and, and support that you guys uh, show our way. Um, so let me pray, and then we'll, we'll have a time of, of singing and, and communion. Lord, thank you so much, because even through the lips of children, you teach us. Uh, speak words from, from your word, which is the Bible, which has changed our lives. We are so grateful for the song we sang earlier in English that reminds us of who we are and what we're all about. And then we're grateful that we can sing a song in French and learn a few words and allow all nations. And, and it's just going to be wonderful in heaven, Lord. Just even people that we haven't been able to get around to see them in heaven, just worshiping. And, and Revelation shows us that picture of all nations coming and singing praises to, to you. So I praise your name. You are a great God, a faithful God to every generation. And allow us to grab those few little objects that remind us of moments in our life where you changed us and you came through. And let us not forget as we step out in the next season of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.